Welcome to Wow Me, Women on Wealth Management Education. I'm Susan Moody here with Kim Dyer. We're of Keystone Capital Management Group, where we help you lay the foundation for your financial success. So today we have a very interesting topic. So should you take a life settlement? So I'm really excited because I didn't even know what that is. So I'm curious. So you've got me curious. So what are we talking about today, Ms. Dyer? Very good. <laughs> well, it's great to be here. And uh, it's kind of an unusual topic to be topi- talking about. And it's something that until recently, I have not been dealing with it either. And the reason I say that is because I think uh, some of the regulations didn't protect consumers Mm -hmm. until recently. And I think now there's a lot of protections when people want to do life settlements or viatical settlements. So I'm gonna give you a couple of definitions. Okay, so let's start. With life settlement. (laughs) So a life settlement is when somebody owns a life insurance policy and wishes to sell it. They're not forced to, they've just made a decision for financial planning reasons that they don't need the policy anymore or don't want the policy, don't wanna make the premiums, Mm -hmm. so they're going to sell it. So that's, uh, and then uh, the new owner uh, takes ownership and they get the payoff when uh, from the death benefit. Okay. So that a life settlement is when you aren't forced to, you're just doing it for your own financial mm-hmm. purposes. So rather than just stop paying on and say, I don't need this anymore, there's some other, another alternative. Exactly, and sometimes, who knew? <laughs> who knew? Yeah, exactly. People have an asset and you didn't even realize uh-huh. it. You know, sometimes you've been paying for a life policy and when you, get to be 60, you say, well, my house is paid off or Mm -hmm. my kids are doing fine. I don't want to pay this premium anymore. It's kind of, you know, if you're on a fixed income and you have Mm -hmm. a premium that you have to pay, it can can kind of strap you for Mm -hmm. the premium. Or sometimes with life insurance, the premiums go up when you get older. Oh. So even uh, mm-hmm. even when you own them, uh, the cost inside the life insurance policy can go up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's lots of different reasons mm-hmm. with a life policy. Okay. And if the individuals are, are saying, I don't want this in my budget anymore, mm-hmm. sometimes before you let it go and just stop, you should check and see uh, if What's you have an asset there. And yes. Because you would think, I can see how that could happen because as you're getting older and your revenue decreases because either you're retiring yes. or not working, but you still have, and then you just said that that policy premium could increase, that that's kind of counter to what you're trying to do at this stage, yes. right? Oh, okay. So for example, uh, we talked to a business owner and the partners bought policies on each other and they just bought 10-year policies, Mm -hmm. but uh, 10-year term. So 10 years, the premium was the same. At the end of the 10 years, they could convert that policy and someone else, or they could continue to pay the premium. Mm -hmm. And this was a, it was a beautiful policy. It was a million dollar policy on a partner, Mm -hmm. but the business owner was saying, I don't really want to pay the premium that's going to be required mm-hmm. to oh, keep to it in force. It. Okay. But mm-hmm. 
there might be a, another business or a person, an investor that oh. would pay it. <laughs> and, and so mm -hmm. it is an asset. So don't just, don't just stop paying and let it uh -huh. go away. Uh, at least check and see if there's a value or if, see if someone else would like to own it mm -hmm. and uh, carry it on. So a life okay. settlement is when you're not forced to, you just have different financial objectives. Mm -hmm. uh, then you maybe have heard the term viatical settlement. No. Oh, that's Because you, know, you know what comes to mind when you say that. But. <laughs> So no, I do not know what that term okay. is. Okay. No, so a viatical settlement is when somebody is terminally ill and they're selling the policy to get access to the death benefit. And uh, so when you're selling it for a terminal illness uh -huh. kind of situation, those the definition of those are viatical settlements. So, that's, so you're saying that if you have that, you can get the cash out because maybe you need to use it towards your care or your treatment yes. or something like that. Yes. Oh, okay. So those are two different terms. And I think when we're talking today, we're going to be mostly focused on the life settlement that you may have an asset and you want to think about uh, what what could be done with that. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because that leaves a whole different bunch of questions I'm sure you're going to start getting into. But yeah, interesting. Well, and I don't know if you've ever seen on TV, there are advertisements about people saying, uh, we'd like to buy your life insurance policy. Mm -hmm. And those are companies that have investors and they want you to call them up and say, uh, give us a chance, we'll give you an offer for uh -huh. that life insurance policy. Okay. So those are options to look at. Mm -hmm. um, when you sell to just one company, you negotiate yourself with that one company. But here's another interesting fact. Okay. There are brokers that you can say, I'm going to go to this broker and the broker's gonna put the best light on my policy. Mm -hmm. They're gonna pull all my information uh -huh. and then they'll take it out to investors oh. and see who they can get for the best price. So sometimes they might be working with 12 or 13 wow. buyers, uh -huh. or maybe they can get a little bit of competition between the uh -huh. buyers and get you more. You know, the downside is you do have to pay a commission right. to the broker, but that's an option too is to, mm -hmm. Uh, let a broker go out and see what kind of price they'll come back with uh, paying for that asset. So that's good to know because it's not like it's just worth so much. If you go to one of the TV companies or something like that and they make you one offer, you have other options even with that. So yes. kind of like when you sell your house, you kind of yes. decide which real estate is going to be do the best for you. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and there's one other item to think about, and that's maybe a family member wants it. So we have uh -huh. one client who she's now 70 and she's been paying a pretty substantial amount for a life policy mm -hmm. and she didn't want to pay it anymore and she was just doing it to cover her mortgage. And she's now uh -huh. got her mortgage taken care uh -huh. of and she's got her income coming in and she was kind of doing her budget about how much she's bringing in, how much she's spending. And she's saying, gosh, I really don't want to make that payment mm -hmm. anymore. Because I don't need it. Anymore. I don't need it yeah. anymore. Mm -hmm. So uh, she asked the kids, uh -huh. you know, we said, why don't you talk to your kids and see maybe they want to continue to pay uh -huh. it. 
and uh, uh, and then the debt benefit would go to the kids. So that's what uh -huh. that's what she did. You were able to change huh. the owner, and you just allow you make a change on the owner. It goes to the child, mm -hmm. and then you change the beneficiaries to whoever. Wow. And maybe sometimes, maybe not all the kids want to buy it. You know, uh -huh. maybe you just let. Uh, you say, any of you that want to be in on this, if you want to continue to make the premiums, mm -hmm. here's the deal. And then you change the ownership to those, uh, to Whoever. whoever's going to buy uh -huh. it and pay the premium. And then when the death, uh, uh, the death benefit is paid out, it goes to just those people that have decided they want to buy it. So it's really uh, an interesting option because I think so many times when people get 75 or 80, they just say, I don't want that anymore. Mm -hmm. Well, it's an asset and maybe give your, maybe first going to your family and uh -huh. say, uh, you know, maybe they want to buy it. Well, that's interesting because you don't think about it like that. Because if you say, well, I'm not going to make my car insurance payment anymore. Do you want to buy this car insurance? <laughs> you don't think about you it as an asset. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And so when that happens, um, just curious so that if, a transition to your children they want to take it over the premium doesn't change it stays whatever it was it does okay and uh now when we come back we're going uh -huh. to take a break we'll talk about the some of the details of making uh -huh. that change to the policy and maybe talk about the tax issues with okay. changing that ownership and so we'll we'll kind of visit about that other considerations to think of mm -hmm. before you just make that change all right but that being said we're going to take a break thank you for watching wow me we'll be right back hi i'm pam prime and i'm kim dyer and we are the owners of keystone capital management group at Keystone, we want to help you lay the foundation to your financial success. Go to our website, keystonegroupaz.com, and download your free retirement kit today. That's keystonegroupaz.com. Because you are not your mother, take control of your financial future. Start today. Welcome back. You're listening to Wow Me, Women on Wealth Management Education. Kim Dyer is here today, and she's been sharing with us about what is a life settlement, what that means, and we've got some other things to consider about. It's very interesting. I never heard of this before. So a license when you sell your life insurance policy because it's an asset. So tell us more. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, as you can imagine, if you do choose to use a broker, or even if you are going to sell to one company, what they'll do is they'll ask you to fill out information about your health. Mm -hmm. And they're gonna wanna know uh -huh. uh, all those health questions about, you know, do you have diabetes or is it treated? Mm -hmm. Are you exercising? Can you do your activities of daily living? Are you independent? The motive for them, and it's hard <laughs> to think about, but yeah. they're looking at your life expectancy. Mm -hmm. And so they're looking at all those factors. Do you smoke? Do mm -hmm. you exercise? Do you have a pad? You know, there's just lots of factors right. today that impact your uh -huh. life expectancy. Mm -hmm. So they're going, just as when you buy a policy, they're going through underwriting, uh -huh. whether or not they're gonna give you the policy. The same is true for those investors, whether they want uh -huh. to buy a policy, they're going to go through underwriting and see uh, 
they're going to make a determination about your life expectancy. Uh -huh. And sometimes that's hard <laughs> to talk about and it is a little bit uh -huh. sensitive. But because it, they just want to know when they're going to get a return on their yes, investment. Exactly. Let's just cut through it. Okay. Yeah, it's really, it, yeah. it's very, sometimes it's distasteful to yeah. think about, but it is an asset. Uh -huh. And to just stop paying the premium is you're giving up an asset. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, uh, a couple of things before you decide to do a life settlement. I think it's important that you talk to a financial advisor mm -hmm. about that policy because. Um, the company that owns the, or that is managing the policy or the company you bought it from, they will give you what they call an in-force uh, projection so or mm -hmm. uh, illustration saying, if you want this policy to last until you're 95 or mm -hmm. you want this policy to last to 105, how much premium mm -hmm. am I going to pay in? So it'll give you an idea if there's increases in the uh -huh. policy coming down the road, you won't be hit and surprised by those later okay. on. Mm -hmm. So it's good to get one of these in-force illustrations. It's good to ask, if I don't make any more premium, how mm -hmm. long will the policy last? How much? premium do I need to make it last to age 100? Mm -hmm. So those are things that we should ask uh, before you make the decision to sell. Uh, the other question that sometimes can be done is you can reduce the face amount. So maybe you were oh. paying for 500,000 and you ask the company, what if I lowered the death benefit to 250? Mm -hmm. How much are the premiums going to be to age 100? And mm -hmm. you know, we sh yeah. those are th good things to talk yeah. about because maybe that you can afford and you want mm -hmm. to leave it in your budget and pay for it. So there's lots of issues mm -hmm. to think about and and maybe uh, maybe the children want to pay mm -hmm. help you pay for the premium to keep the policy in force. So there's just so many variables that mm -hmm. that you want to think through. And that kind of goes back to the the scenario that you painted with a woman that had already paid off her house so she didn't need as much so she could re, you know remove the amount that she was yes. counting on to pay off her house just in, in case. Yes. Okay. Um, a couple things that we want you to understand about it. If you do a life settlement, it doesn't prevent you from buying other insurance. So it's not like it gives you a black mark and it oh, says okay. that once I've sold it, I've <laughs> gone into foreclosure with you. Yes. <laughs> so it, it's, it's selling that particular asset. And um, you want to make sure that you're allowed to do it in your state. So oh. there is an, a National Association mm -hmm. of Insurance Commissioners and each state has an association. Uh -huh. And on your state's uh, website, there will be this NAIC or National Association of Insurance Commissioners. Uh -huh. There will be regulations mm -hmm. and it will cover whether or not your state allows uh -huh. life settlements, whether or not they allow viaticals. And I think that's something you want to do mm -hmm. before you make any decisions. You want to make sure you know what the state regulations are so that. So a question on that. So is that the state where the policy, the person resides? 
So if my children live in a different state, will that could that also affect? I believe it is the state that you, the owner of okay. the policy, reside, whether or not you can sell it to another okay. state. Okay, good to know. Yeah. Uh, so there's there's lots of questions, lots of things. Mm -hmm. uh, you can see where you need to get these life illustrations, and sometimes those can take a couple weeks to get. Uh, you need to find out about the state regulations. Mm -hmm. Uh, if you're going to use a broker or you're going to use a specific company, you need to check and make sure they're legitimate. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, so there's it's it's a process and mm -hmm. it can take 60 to 90 days okay. uh, because you have to go through underwriting. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you have to answer a lot of questions. Um, I had an interesting case the other day where a couple had purchased the life policy under one trust and oh. then they changed their trust and moved to another trust. Mm -hmm. So all mm. of the, those ownerships <laughs> need to be tracked and uh -huh. make sure that whoever owns it has the right to sell it. Mm -hmm. And so there's a lot of details associated with it. So I think it's good to get a, a financial advisor mm -hmm. and someone to help you with that. Yeah, I can see that. But the interesting thing is, uh, you might, if you're stretched and can't make those payments and you don't have any children or your children aren't interested mm -hmm. in making those payments, mm -hmm. you might get a cash payment. And maybe you can keep that cash payment invested and let it sit there mm -hmm. and get uh, a close to the death benefit amount uh -huh. by not making any more payments. Oh. So you just take it, take the cash, set it aside, let it grow, you don't have to make any more payments, but uh -huh. whatever cash you get, you just put it into a, a, a investment vehicle, mm -hmm. or you can put it into an annuity with some guaranteed growth, or you know, there's lots of different options, and then that goes to your family. So I think uh, oh. that's a, another thing to <laughs> yeah. think about. We have some people uh, considering that. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to touch on briefly how it works if you sell a life insurance policy or even if you cash out uh -huh. a life insurance policy. So sometimes uh, as you're put paying premium, if it's a universal life or a whole life policy that accumulates cash, mm -hmm. what happens is the amount of premium you paid in is compared to the cash settlement you get back. Okay. And that difference, if there's more cash that you get back than the premium you paid in, mm -hmm. that's the portion generally you pay tax on. Uh, so it, it varies, mm -hmm. but that's, um, again, we would go to the insurance company, we'd say how much premium was paid in, if you were going to sell it, we'd find out uh -huh. what the cash payment offer would be, and we can kind of project what the taxes would be or what you mm -hmm. would have to pay tax on. The same is true as if you change ownership, mm -hmm. there can oh. be a tax event okay. at that same time. So we just want to caution uh -huh. you, changing ownership can trigger uh -huh. a tax uh, notice and uh, that difference at the point of time that changed ownership would be looked at and then there would be a tax, uh, potential 
tax bill for mm-hmm. that. So, but it's just uh, yeah, just something like to look at. Yeah, yeah, something to look at. Still doesn't mean that's not couldn't be the right decision for yes. you, the right option for you. Yeah. Lots of options to mm-hmm. look at before you make the final decision. <laughs> so, what I'm hearing is really talk to your financial <laughs> advisor because there's so many things for you to consider if you're considering a life settlement. There's all these different things you need to look at and a financial planner like a Keystone Capital Management Group here can really take a look at that for you and give you some advice and guidance so you make the best decision for you. Absolutely. So anything else you want to add today? All right. Well, thank you for joining us today on Wow Me, Women on Wealth Management Education. If you'd like to set up an appointment with Kim Dyer and have her take a look at what the possibilities are for your life insurance policies, give us a call at 623-299-9710. You can always go to our website, website keystonegroupaz.com, and you can set an appointment right there online as well. So thank you for joining us today. Until we meet again, we wish an abundance of health, wealth, and happiness. Thanks for joining us. Bye now. Terrific. The program is sponsored by Keystone Capital Management Group, LLC, which is solely responsible for its content. Securities offered through J.W. Cole Financial, member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advice offered through J.W. Cole Advisors, Keystone Capital Management Group, LLC, J.W. Cole Financial, and J.W. Cole Advisors are unaffiliated entities. The opinions expressed by Pam Prine and Kim Dyer should not be construed as specific investment, legal, or tax advice. Pam Prine and Kim Dyer are not providing legal or tax advice. Nothing should be construed as a solicitation of an offer to buy securities.